Yo people, welcome to Conversations with Kenji. I'm Kenji Gori, professional footballer, mindset coach and founder of On The Ball. This podcast provides a platform for those in the football world to share their stories, perspectives and life on and off the pitch. Yo people, welcome back to Conversations with Kenji. Today we are joined with my big bro. Some of you may know him as Johnny Saifalone, but some of you may know him from breaking through from Feyenoord and playing in the era of the then making his move to West Brom in the Premier League. And today we have him on here to share his experiences and to see where he is today. Happy to have you on here, man. Thank you for having me on this podcast. <laughs> now, I met Johnny when I actually went on loan to Ardo in Holland. And it was a time in my life where I made my debut in the Premier League. And it was actually a funny story. We were at Dwight Tindali's house. And we spoke about it the other day, we spoke about it like the other day, how we actually met. And I was like saying to him how, um, how Dwight called him and was like, yo, bro, my bro's coming on loan. So make sure you look after him. Yeah. And then he, he was like, is he good? And I was like, bro, <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I'm hard. I'm hard. I'm coming. I'm coming. But yeah, he maybe he really looked after me then. And uh, ever since then we've stayed close and. Yeah, he's really my big bro, man. Yes. Definitely. He's really my big bro. Definitely. So, but obviously everybody knows Johnny, the footballer. So I want to know, who is the real Johnny? Well, it's definitely not a football player in the first place. The real Johnny is, um, first of all, I'm a father of a son. He's seven years old. And um, second of all, um, especially towards the end of my career, uh, I'm a businessman at the moment. And I think in the end, I'm a football player for now. I mean, um, uh, when I was younger, I loved the attention of being a football player. But now that I'm getting older and older, I just want to... uh, yeah, I don't want to be recognized anymore or I just want to, um, yeah, just want to live a, a normal life. So for me, a football player, to be a football player is more, it's not so important for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, like, like we are footballers, but there's more than football. You know, like we're always we're living in that bubble, but at the end of the day, there's more to life than football. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting what you were saying. You know, it's the attentions of actually being a footballer. You like the attention. So how was that for you? You know, because obviously you were like a big talent back in the day. Like you were like the big thing coming through. And like how actually, what, how actually was that experience for you? How did you feel back then? Yeah, like you said, um, I, had a, I, really, I had a really good period in the beginning. Or not in the beginning. I, I had a really, I, I'm, I'm really proud of my career. And uh, in the beginning, when I just started professional football, I was 17. I started at Feyenoord. And of course, when you are young and uh, it's all new and you're playing all the big stadiums and you're getting all the attention and it's, it mm-hmm. was so, it was overwhelming. And, but yeah, I mean, every kid, Every young guy, he loves all the attention, all the media attention. And, and, and I mean, it, it, back in the days, it was really nice. It was really fun to, to be recognized, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was really good back then. But now, towards the end of my career, um, you just wanna. Sometimes you just wanna be left alone, and you just wanna spend time with your family. You just wanna walk on the streets without, um, without having to think that you have a responsibility towards some other people. You know that you always have to make responsible moves. And um, um, sometimes that's difficult because uh, for some people you are an example, you know, but that's difficult sometimes. Yeah, I was speaking, I was speaking to one of my friends about the other day and, you know, he made some, some stupid mistakes back in the day, you know, like drink driving, for example, like stuff like that, you know, it's like at the time he's, he's looking back at it now and he's thinking in his head back then it was so like, it was normal. It's like, okay. Because that's what he grew up to see, you know, like in his, in his area where he grew up, it was like, that's what, what he grew up to see, you know, people <laughs> drive with no license and it's like normal. And for him to do that, and then suddenly, you know, he's in the newspaper and then he's like, oh shit, it is big. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's, where, that's where it's like, it's that getting that balance. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're young, you don't really think about those those stupid mistakes that you make when you're young, when you're older, you are more responsible. Um, you have a responsibility towards your, your family, your children, um, mm-hmm. towards maybe other people who look up to you, you know? And, but when you're young, you don't really think about that. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so when you make those mistakes, obviously it's not right, but sometimes you have to make those mistakes to learn from them. And, mm-hmm. um, um, thank God I didn't make those mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, was, of course, I'm good. But yeah. that's but that's good. It's it's good to know your you know your perspective on it because obviously you know we all make mistakes and it's all creating us into the people that we need to be at the end of the day. Yeah. So, but but um, but from with you, you know, you started at Feyenoord, moving to the Prem, and now playing in India. You know, we know that football is a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. You know, a lot of emotion attached to it. But I want to get into your life behind football. Yeah. And what was a moment that really stands out for you? Um, I think I had a lot of moments that, um, that defined me as a person, you know, and um, it started real early in my career um obviously i had a a lot of good uh moments in my career but i think the the most important moments in 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 my life until now in my career were the bad moments um the moments where things weren't going as i wanted to and um for example uh injuries um what else um transfers that didn't go through um personal things in my life that happened um you know i don't know if you want to go into detail with that but those yeah let's let's go let's go into let's go into you know injuries for example yeah you know like like people don't don't really realize like obviously me for example i'm blessed to not really have had like that much of a big injury where it's like defined a move or defined me 
being out for a long time. Yeah. Like I've always been a guy that's, that's been playing a lot, but obviously for, for someone like you, how was that experience for you for being injured? Um, you know, I was, I was 21 or 22 when I first had my big injury. And where were you? I was in England. I was playing for West Brom. Okay. And I still remember we played a game at home against Tottenham. And uh, we were attacking and we lost the ball and I had to run back, sprint back, actually. And um, there was no one around. And all of a sudden, it felt like somebody shot me in my hamstring. And um, yeah, I, 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 I was out after that. I was out for three to four months. And the thing is, when you're playing, you don't really think about those moments that you can't play. You know, you only think about the good parts and you only think about the good things and, um, and you are happy. Um, but then all of a sudden you have a big injury. For me, it was a big injury, three months out. And things started to change in your life, you know. Um, all of a sudden you have to stay home. You can't train. You have to go to the gym. You have to watch your food. You have to go to the physio. Uh, you can't be on the pitch. So all those things, they, they, they cause, uh, um, yeah, like almost a mental problem. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And not only at the club, but also at home, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, my girlfriend, my girlfriend was living with me and we had a lot of arguments just because I stayed home and I was injured and I couldn't do what I, was, what I wanted to do. Um, yeah. And uh, so that was my first, that was my first injury and it was really difficult to, um, how do you say that? It was really difficult to, to live with that and, and, and to deal with that. Um, and during my career, almost every year I had an injury like that. So it, it was really difficult for me. Yeah, it was really difficult for me to come back all the time from an injury get injured and do the same thing over and over again. On the other hand, it defined me as the person as I am today because the things that I learned in life from this is that to never give up, you know? Yeah. And um, uh, that really defines me as a person. I mean, I'm a professional and if everything goes well in your life, you never learn how to fight for something or how to work with something or Mm -hmm. to have this, like I said, to never give up mentality. So Mm -hmm. actually, um, of course, I'm I'm disappointed that I had all those injuries, but it also defined me as a person to have a never give up mentality. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting you say that. And also like, with the injuries, was there any, like, you know, like sometimes they speak like the injuries, like it's, it's from your, your life outside of football or it's from, it's from this, you know, the, the, the physios also want to give, give like, um, an excuse for why you always get injured. Yeah. You know, did you ever, did you ever experience that also? Many, <laughs> many yeah. excuses, you know, and I, 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 I wouldn't say that I was, uh, a perfect example or a perfect professional. 
but um, I did almost everything right or in the right way um, to be as fit as possible at that moment. So sometimes it's not, it's sometimes it's not always the officials or the, or the, or the coaches, they will search for an excuse, but sometimes it's genetic, you know, you can go to bed early, you can eat good, you can do your gym work every day, you can go to the physio every day, but if you have a genetic problem, then yeah, there's nothing you can do. And, and I have that. I have yeah. that. And, uh, I mean, for example, when I played in, um, when I played in Holland for Heerenveen and Marco van Basten was my coach, um, I got injured, same injury, hamstring injury against Ajax. I was out for two months. And when I came back, I started my training sessions and I got injured again. And I was supposed to play two weeks uh, after that. So the coach was, he was angry. He was disappointed uh, that I couldn't play and then I got injured again. And uh, because he was so angry, he was, looking for, he was looking for an excuse. And he asked me, Johnny, are you really injured or are you just scared to play? You know, so, and that, that moment I was like, are you fucking kidding me? How can you ask me that? <laughs> you know, I would have been too I was, I was so angry. And I was like, how can you ask me that question? Because I did everything right. I went to bed early. I didn't go to any party. I don't drink alcohol. Okay, sometimes I do drink alcohol, but not when I- <laughs> 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 But not too much. Not like all the English people, you know, like they get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that, but no, no, that's true. That's true. I've never really seen you drunk, to be fair. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm always yeah, I, I true, drink, true. drink responsible. That's what I do. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, so to hear someone to hear someone say and and accuse you of something that is not right, yeah, that's just horrible because you know you're doing everything right, and then some idiot. It's a big name. It's a it's really big name. One of the biggest names in history in football. But to hear someone say that to you, that I'm scared to play, just when you had, just when you had another injury, you know, that's the worst. That's yeah. The, so that was... It's all, like, do you not think that I wanted to be on that pitch? Yeah. That's what I mean. And that was also like a mental thing that I had to... Uh, that I had to... Overcome. Do, uh, and overcome. Yeah. Exactly. But how did you, how did you actually overcome that? You know, how did you actually handle that? Um, well, well, the thing is, I did a, I did a presentation last week about my life, about my career. Yeah. And, um, what I noticed is that a lot of people, you know, almost all the people, they are not interested in what you've done, the good things. They're always interested in what went wrong and how did you overcome it? What did you do to get better? And uh, I also had this question because I also told this story in, in my presentation. And actually the, 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 the answer is really simple because um, you have only one thing on your mind and that is succeed in this 
in life and to succeed in, in football. So there's nothing else you can do. You have to start over again. You have to fight again. You have to, um, you have to pray. You have to work hard. You have to eat well and do it all over again because um, if you continue to do what you think is right, then eventually you will succeed, you know? Yeah. So I, you, you, if you have a goal in your life, and my goal in my life was back then, it was succeed in football and get fit. So you have to do it again. Even though someone accused you, accused me of, didn't want faking to it. Or, sorry? Yeah, faking it, basically. Yeah, basically, he accused you of faking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have to, um, uh, you still have to do it and you still have to get up and um, make something yeah, from that day or, or get fit. Yeah. So it was difficult. Yeah, it's, it, everyone can talk about success, you know, but a lot of people, they don't talk about how did you get there? Or what did you do yeah. to get, to get yeah. success, you know? And uh, yeah. um, most of the people, I think almost of the people who had success, they had to go through a lot of pain and mm -hmm. a lot of things. But the goal was always to succeed. And that's what I think that's mm -hmm. what keeps everyone going, I think. Yeah. But what was your, what was your goal back then? You know, you, you know, you say that you, you wanted to succeed, but what actually was that? Before I went to, before I went to hit a thing, my goal back then was to, um, play at the highest level as possible. Mm -hmm. Well, when you get injured so many times and you see every time when you are almost there at the top and you see your dream um you see your dream uh getting how do you say that getting splashed away in front of you you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's really difficult to keep to keep the same goal to get to the highest level as possible um, because every time you're you're getting injured you have to start again because you know, you, when, you're, when you're not injured, your level goes up, 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 up. But when you, go, when, you, when you get injured, your level goes down and you have to start all over again to get to the same fitness level, you know? So every time when you're up there, when I was up there, I had to go down again and start all over again. So before Hit of Fame, my goal was to get to the highest level. After Hit of Fame, my son... I just had my son for a couple of months. Okay. So my goal back then was, okay, so I need to change. And how old were you then, by the way? How old were you then? I was 26 when I had my son. 26. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so, so my goal back then was, it changed. It changed from um, trying to get to the highest level as possible to, okay, now I have someone to take care of. Now I have responsibilities. So my goal right now is to get as much money as possible and to, um, to create a life that, that, you know, yeah. for him to live yeah. the best life that he can live. Exactly. Exactly. To, to, to help him to, to create a future for him that is, mm -hmm. that I didn't have when I was younger, you know, yeah. and this was my goal. This was my main goal. 
back then, uh, now, now also from here to get as much possible um, as possible. Yeah, but you, so, so, so at this point, you know, you're 26, you're playing for Here to Fame, right? 26. Yeah. yeah. 26, playing for Here to Fame, you've just had a child and you're thinking, yeah, I, now my mindset's changed from, listen, now I just want to try and make the, the most money for my, for my child. But, yeah. you know, but, but in my mind, I'm still thinking like, for me, money comes with it. Money comes with the success. So it's like, if you have the goal of, of, for example, you know, playing for the best club in Europe, you know, money comes with that. You know what I mean? So like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand where your mind was there yeah. to try and see like how I can think about it or how other people can, can kind of relate to that. I understand. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying, but like I said, if you're, if every time you're working towards your goal and every time you're getting disappointed by injuries, you know, mm-hmm. and things that don't work out, um, then it's really difficult to keep that same mentality, that same goal that, okay, if I try to play at the highest level, money comes with it. Because every time you're getting disappointed, when you're trying to, you know, step up that ladder and, 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 and try, trying your best to, to stay fit and to work hard. And then when everything goes right for like 10 games, you're getting knocked off that ladder again and you have to start at the bottom again. So mm-hmm. for me, my mentality, my mindset changed into, okay, if this is going to happen all the time, I need to figure something. I have to, I have to figure out something else you know like yeah it's not about getting to the highest level anymore no i have to provide for someone now so i have to so i have to get money because a professional but you know you know what you know what is coming into my mind now it's like you're settling you're settling and you know? know like i'm thinking in my mind like bro like at the end of the day you know life Football is ups, downs, ups, downs, ups, downs, ups, downs. That's, that's what football is. And most of us experience more downs than ups. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just how it is. But also, like you said, like you have to give your all every day. You have to be consistent with doing what you do. Even when you get the setbacks, even when you get that, 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 that moment in your mind where you're like, I, I just can't do it anymore. That's when you need to still give it your all. You still need to give it your all from that place because that's what's going to make you to where you want to go at the end of the day. Like I'm a true, I'm truly believe that I truly believe, you know, if, if you do give your all in the situation and you do continue to do it with all the knockbacks of the coaches, not giving you the opportunity or this guy, not believing in you or this guy saying that you're not good enough. Like that's, that's a chance for you to step up and step up into your power to say, nah, I'm going to do it for me. You know, and then you had a child then. So it's like, so it's like, um, you have more of a purpose. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, that's what I'm, I'm seeing from like somebody that's going from through this right now, you know, that's experiencing always getting injured, you know, like I'm, I'm always getting there and then I'm getting injured. It's like, they've got to keep going. They got to keep, don't, don't go like, keep going after your dream because you don't want to look back and think, ah, I should have, I should have give it my all. I should have give it more. 
this guy needs to give his all and get back to th that thing every single time. Because if that's your life and that's what you, that's what you believe in, then that's what you need to do and stay consistent with that. That's true. And uh, uh, I think you're totally right. But like you said, I didn't say I didn't give my all from back then. The only thing was my mindset changed. And although I knew back then that I had to work even harder to maintain my fitness level because I know my goal wasn't to get to the highest level anymore, but I, I had a higher purpose, even a higher one than to get to the highest level because my purpose was to provide for my son, for my family. So I had to do even more to stay fit. I had to even, I had to even do more to play because yeah. I knew what I was working for, what I am working for now, you know? So mm -hmm. from that moment, I even worked harder. Yeah. Harder than I ever did before because before all that, I thought, okay, if I do this, if I keep doing the same thing, I will come there. I will, I will reach the highest level. Okay. I'm because you had all the talent. Yeah. yeah. You had the talent. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But because my mindset changed into, oh shit, I'm not going to make it to the highest level anymore. But now I have to provide for someone. Now I have to give it 10 times my all. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so I work even harder. Just before we move further into this episode, I want to ask you, do you feel like you are currently getting the most out of your life? Not just talking on the pitch here. I believe that life is all about growing in all areas. And to guide you in your growth, I've developed the On The Ball Mindset Planner. A planner to support athletes in finding out who they really are, beyond the pitch. This planner will get you thinking ahead while staying in the present. By its life assessments, daily goal settings and journal prompts and so much more. To get yours now, go to ontheballmindset.com. The content in this planner really did change my life. And my hope is that it changes yours too. If we come back to this moment when I played in India, yeah. I think because I know my history of injuries, I, this season I did the most in all my career that I ever did in staying fit, in trying to stay fit. I did the most. Like you can't even imagine what I did. I mean, for instance, if you go to your, your training session, yeah. For you, a normal day is you go to the club, I think, at what time? Yeah, you go, so I go now 8 o'clock, for example. Yeah, 8 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, what 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, what time are you back? And home? I'm, home, I'm home maybe 1, All right. 12, 1 o'clock. So we were doing the same. We trained at 8.30 in the morning because it was too hot. So I had to wake up every day at 6.15 breakfast at i don't know i think it was seven o'clock go to the mm -hmm. go to the training ground at arrive at the training ground at 7 30. um had a massage going to the gym doing bicycle getting warm stretching then do the training session and we were back around 12 o'clock but back then but after that it didn't stop for me because after that, I had, um, I had a massage, I had treatment, I went to the pool, 
but not to lay in the pool and do nothing. No, I worked out at the pool. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had lunch after that. I went to the gym back again in the gym after that. Um, I had treatment again, and this was my schedule every day. And then before I went to bed, I did sit-ups, I did stabilization uh, uh, exercises, I did everything to stay fit and to be uh, in the fittest way as possible. And I mean, most of the players after one o'clock, they go home and they do nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. But I knew that if I didn't do all these things, I wouldn't stay fit. Yeah. You know, and all because I, I, I knew because shit, I need to provide, I need to get this money to, you know, provide for my son. Child. Yeah, to give him the best future as possible. So. Yeah. Nah, it's mad. You, it's actually mad that you say that because, like, even at Ardo, like, you actually inspired me a lot. You know, like, you went to the gym a lot where I was like, hey, this guy actually, how old were you at Ardo? I think I was uh, 27 or 28, something like this. 28. 28. So, yeah, yeah, but then, so, so I came, I came young boy, you know, I came at like, I think I was 19, 20 or something, or 21. And I came and I was like looking at Johnny and my man's, Bro, my man could put his leg over his head and all that, all that flexibility, bro. This guy was too flexible. But like, like you inspired me. It was like, this is when, you know what's mad? This is when the first thing came into my mind from, you have to invest in yourself. And that's what came from you. You always said that to me. You always said, invest in yourself, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. And now till this day, your voice is still coming in my mind, investing yourself, investing yourself. It's actually mad that you're saying that because it's coming back to me like, like even like every investment that I do, it's like the nutritionist I have, like everything, like the, the, the mindset coach I have, like everything, the investment that I make, everything is like come from Johnny. Yeah. You know, it's so weird. It's so weird that you say that because you're, you were that guy that really did give his all. And you didn't stop. You still, you still did athletics after it. Yeah. Like I, I remember going to, I remember, I remember we went to a session one time and I was like, this is long. <laughs> this is long. <laughs> fuck yeah. that. I was like, fuck that. And that was my mindset back then. Back then my mindset was like, oh, that is long now, bro. Like, I can't be asked. And I wasn't even playing. You were playing every week. I wasn't even playing. I was on the bench. Yeah. And you know, and that's what, and that's what like, it's, that's what really does separate. And now I'm looking back at my time. I was like, I was feeling sorry for myself at Ardo. Like, I was like, I'm going back to Swansea anyway. So, you <laughs> yes. know what I mean? That I was mean, my mindset. Yeah. That was my mindset. I was like, to be fair, Johnny, in a bit, I'm going back to Swansea. Like, that's, that's just how it was. But yeah. it's, it's just, it's just it's so interesting to hear, to hear you say that and also to, to come back to my life and, and know how much impact you actually made in, in my life at that time. Yeah. Crazy. Thank you. It really is crazy. Thank you for that compliment. But the thing is, the thing is, most of the players, young players, let me say it like that, they don't really understand what is necessary to, um, to maintain that level. Because when you're young, your body is fit. When you're young, you can do whatever you want. You can actually start a training session without doing a warm-up, you know, but um, what they don't realize is that the basis 
of your body, of your fitness level, it starts when you're young. So you have to do whatever it takes, you know, if it's, if, if it's gym, if it's nutrition, if it's extra work, um, is it, if it's, um, doing extra work in the training session, you know, um, they don't understand that this is the basis what you have to do. It's the most important thing. So if I knew back then that I had to do more because it's not only about talent, then maybe, maybe I don't, I'm not saying it it is because I know it's genetic for myself. Maybe I didn't have, I wouldn't have so much or so many uh, injuries during my career. Yeah. and, And when you're young, you don't, you just don't realize that you have to do that have to walk that extra mile and you and you know you know do you remember when you have to we had, we had to walk those rounds around the uh around the pitch as a as a uh as a warm-up you know and yeah coach, yeah yeah the two laps the two laps and the coach would always say yo don't cut off that corner just yeah. walk around the pitch you know and yeah this is your mentality when you're young, but you don't realize that this is actually where it starts to do the yeah. extra mile. Yeah. And the young players, they don't understand that. You will understand it when you're older. Like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Now I realize why the needs to, It needs to start now. Yeah. It does need to start now. Exactly, exactly. It does need to start now. And they do need to wake up now because like, Nothing gets given to you at the end of the day. In football, never will it get given to you on a plate. Like everybody is, is where they are because they worked hard for where they are. Yeah. And that's what people don't realize right now. You know, they, they think like, they look, at, they look at the top players in the world and they think, yeah, he's just got there. Yeah. Even they look at Cristiano and they're like, yeah, he's, he's, he's been at the top for his whole life. He doesn't, they don't know the struggles that he actually went through to get to where he is. Yeah, but you, you have those examples of players who don't do shit. They just party, <laughs> they drink, they eat junk food, they do whatever they want and still they are at the top. But there's like a small percentage. No, but you know what it is? They don't reach their full potential at the end of the day, Johnny. I've yeah. never seen one that reaches their full potential. Not really the full potential, but the top players. I mean, I give you a, 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 rare, a rare example. You, we, all yeah. know this, we all know this guy is Ryan Donk. You know, okay, this yeah, guy, he yeah. does whatever he wants. Like now for the last two years or three years, I he, see him in the gym. He's living better, better, you know? <laughs> <laughs> before, it was just, it was only party, drinks, yeah. getting drunk, going to bed late, like only sleeping for like three to four hours, then going to training, and playing the weekend and he would stay fit you know and now he's playing for galatasaray for almost five or six years yeah Yeah. so sometimes you have that luck in your life or some players have that luck in your life that they can do whatever they want to do and they stay fit and they maintain their level so they so they can reach to the top but that's only a small Mm -hmm. percentage in the world all the other players they have to work fucking hard to reach the goal yeah i think yeah that's like that's like the not even less than one percent it's the less than one percent that even have that you know but the most of us the most of us you know (laughs) 
you can't, you're not going to get through your career like that. It's impossible. I've not, I've not seen it in my career, you know? So, but anyway, I know that you are so, uh, passionate yeah. about life after football. <laughs> you know, you're coming to the end of your career mm-hmm. and I know, you know, I know you're passionate about your, your businesses and the things that you've got been going on, yeah. but talk to us. What, what have you, what have you been, what, what's going on? Once you're getting older and you're getting towards your end of your career, you have to start thinking about what are you going to do after your career? Because life doesn't stop after that. It starts after that. Mm-hmm. As a football player, you always, you live in, how can you say it? You live in a bubble, you know, it's okay. heaven if you're a football player. But after that, what happens? And most of the players, they don't know what to do. Like even 60% of all the football players after their career, they get broke, bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Of all the football no money players. coming in. No, yeah. 80% because they want to maintain the lifestyle, you know? And 80% yeah, of all the yeah. NBA players, they get broke. 80%. And 80%. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So, also because, because I didn't have the career that I really wanted to, I had to start, I'm not saying that I didn't save any money or that I don't have any money anymore because, because I saved and I had a good career and I'm proud of that, but I knew that I had to do something after because money won't stay it goes out of your bank account and it, but it won't get and also i i know that you love your life and you like to live your life so <laughs> yeah <laughs> you I mean, know? i'm not a big spender but of course i mean you want to maintain some a certain lifestyle you know yeah you want to uh uh uh, uh um like for instance if you want to go out for dinner like three or four times a week and now all of a sudden because you stop playing football you can only go to, to dinner for once a week or, or, or two twice in, in, in two weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so actually I, I started thinking about life after football um, when I was 28 or something like this. Yeah, 28. Oh. Yeah. And um, that's when I actually um, I had a lot of free time because I was in Spain. Mm-hmm. And... Um, was that was that at 28 or 29 something like this but anyway um i had a lot of free time and back then i didn't know what to do with my free time so i started to think okay let me start up a clothing line let me start a clothing line let me i remember see. yeah yeah i remember that let me yeah. see what, what i can do with that but um i met the wrong people i lost a lot of money i didn't have enough time to invest in this cloning line so it was really difficult and um if you don't have um those three things it's going to be really difficult to to open up a cloning line like the if you don't have the time if you don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. and um if you don't have the uh, um, uh the right people around you then yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So I lost a lot of money. And to be honest, I wasn't the person back then that I am right now. I'm a totally different person. 
Mm-hmm. Um, why? Is because um, when I, the moment I went to India, um, I came in a real fucked up situation, if I can say it like that. The life over there is totally different. It's a real shock. It's a it's a culture shock when you come over there, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of bellyache, bellyache, <laughs> a lot of pollution, uh, a lot of um, um, uh, what else? <laughs> Streets are dirty. No offense to all the Indian people who are listening or watching, but. <laughs> It was just a total, totally different world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was just different. And um, because in Europe, we are used to, yeah, I mean, the good life. And we don't really appreciate yeah. what we have over here. I mean, right now with the Corona fires, virus, everything, everyone is thinking, oh my God, but we're still in a good place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, the first three months when I was there, I was, I was getting crazy. I lost my mind and I wanted to, I wanted to hand in my contract and, and I wanted to uh, say, listen, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. And um, I'm going back to Holland. I'm going back to my son. But again, I had this mindset. I had to provide. I had to get this money. So I had two choices. Oh, I handed my contract and I, and I would say, listen, Johnny, it's done. You can go home and you can sit at home and you can play in Holland for less money. But what happens after that? Or mm-hmm. you can change your whole mindset and you can live a different life. You can invest in yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you can actually start all over again. And... I chose for the chose for the for the second option. So I I, mm-hmm. I went back to Holland. I bought a lot of books. I spoke a lot with you two, with you and, and Bella, and you guys. You guys were, uh, 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 yeah, one of the biggest reason in reasons in my life why I actually changed my whole mindset. And I'm really thankful for that. Um, and um, so this is when I actually started to, to change my whole mindset about being a better person, about what do you really want in life. And uh, I also, I also um, knew right then that football was not everything. There was also a life after football. So um, I started to like a couple of years before I started to invest in real estate. And uh, um, so this is when I came to this great idea, <laughs> maybe the best idea in my life to, um, I wanted to start a business. Yeah. A business that reflects myself. So a real estate mm-hmm. business that I can reflect myself, that is honest, that is professional, that is trustworthy, and that is lovable, you know, because I know that a lot of players, they are, um, during their career, they are spending their money like it's nothing, like they don't understand that there's a life after football, you know? 
And, um, and the earlier you understand that, the better your life is going to be after football. Yeah. So you can invest, 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 yeah. invest. And like, I think real estate that is um, the best option is the most uh, safest. Safest, yeah, it's the safest option to invest your money. Of course, you have mm-hmm. stocks, you have other things. Yeah. But it's not really um, guaranteed, really. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, we, we, we're, we just started this business. It's going to be a, a great opportunity for guys to um, start thinking and investing in their life after football. Yeah, man. I think it's like thinking about life after football is actually mad. You know, like when you think about it, we know that football's a short career. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like it's, it's such a small part of your life. Yeah. It's such a small part of your life. And, and with a flicky, it, it's over and it's yeah. done. Yeah. So first of all, you have to be grateful for the opportunity that you have now in your life to experience the things that you're actually experiencing. And yeah. second, you have to prepare for life after football. Like right now, people are at home with this coronavirus and, and they're at home and they don't know what to do with themselves. No, no definitely not. They're like, they don't know what to do with themselves. And like now is the best time to prepare. It's the best time to plan. It's the best time to really see what you want in your life. Yeah. And to yeah. go after it. And also like, it, it, it also starts with the people that you're around, you know, like in, in how I've been brought up, is is i have my dad you know he really he's been through everything that i'm going through now and he's uh and he's made me make certain investments to to know that i will be okay for when i do retire but also it's like i want to make money to maintain the lifestyle that i live yeah which is why i actually started my business right now i've actually thought about life after football and thought listen this stuff isn't forever and i need to start creating things that that is going to last forever and that is going to be a legacy and that is going to provide for my children and their children. You know, that's my mindset right now. And that's where, that's where I'm at. And it's like, that's where people have to be so, uh, have to be so much more uh, conscious of Mm -hmm. this. And they have to be more aware of that because it's so important to, to know what you're going to do after football, because the life that you live now, is not going to be the same life from when you're after football. You can look, like you said, all the statistics from 60%, even 80% in NBA. Like that's, that's, that stats there should wake you up. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you this is that normally, like before I was getting really angry, angry if people would say, oh, you football players are living the life. You're having an easy life. You wake up in yeah. the morning, you go to training, uh, uh, you do some workout and you go home and the rest of the day you're free. I used to get angry as fuck when people would say that. I would say, yo, listen, you don't know what I, what, what, uh, how many, what you go through. Yeah, what I'm going through, uh, how many hours I invested to, 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 you know, to get here. But to be honest, now that I'm, now that I'm actually into this business life, I'm exper- experiencing like, what they are talking about. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> this is even 10 times harder than, than, it, than, than the football ad, than it actually yeah, is. I'm, I was, I was, oh, listen, I was really 
really surprised how hard this normal life is. So <laughs> it's Bro, it's unbelievable. Same, like, like right now, same. like before the Corona crisis, I was doing eight to nine. I was going out of my home at eight o'clock in the morning. I was coming home at nine o'clock in the morning, just having meetings, lunch, uh, 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 dinner meetings. Uh, uh. I was so tired. I was sleeping. I was sleeping at 9.30. I took a shower. Sometimes I didn't even eat. I was like, oh my, I'm so tired. But Johnny, I want to speak about this so much more right now. Like I've got so much more questions for you. And also like for the audience listening, it's like so important to really prepare yourself for life after football. And I think, it, you know, for me, I want to get you back on it and, and have round two, bro. Like for everybody to really get prepared for life after football and also how you can support them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's uh, uh, it's a good subject. It's one of the most important subjects to uh, to talk about uh, life after football, and it, it actually starts um, uh, doing your career. That's when you have mm -hmm. to start thinking about your life after football. No, I totally agree, and thank you for coming on, man. No problem. Thank you too. Yo, it's Kenji. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I want to keep this conversation going. So please send me a DM on Instagram with any thoughts, takeaways and any questions.